0: time on Fantasy Adventure Machine.
1: Tell me about your friend Amber. I think that Amber might be a little bit of a bully.
2: She's really not necessary for the whole fixing the law thing, so we don't really need her.
1: We could just take her time suit and then she's stuck here.
3: I think we may find that we have certain things in common.
1: Thank you, sir, who still hasn't told us his name.
3: Mr. White is my name. Maybe we need to, like, stop the bill that's going to Congress, you know, dude? So why don't I come to your ship?
1: I, like, actually really do want you to come to the ship.
3: Excellent. Let us get to work. Dr. Van Helsing and Mr. Zuman, we've just laid out a number of metallic tools on the table
4: is it important that they're metallic
3: The very ordinary man starts taking them up one by one and adjusting dials On one specifically you see he puts in the year 1875 and two lights blink green He puts that in a pocket and then hands to each of you what a sonic looks screwdriver Close <laughs> It's something that looks a lot like the device a doctor uses to look in someone's eye
5: Ooh so a little light yeah Yeah, it's it's like a a little glass mm -hmm. magnifying
3: glass magnifier Mm -hmm. steel rod and a light now gentlemen you may use these uh upon the people who are here or outside gazing upon the sign just flash it in their eyes and uh, it will take effect nearly immediately i will set the charges
5: uh Sorry, one second. <clears throat> crikey, how you doing? <laughs> Great job, Keith. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah mate. if you don't uh, say
1: crikey beforehand, I don't know if it's
5: zooming or not. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so what do you mean by charges? What does this hickey do exactly?
3: This is a memory engram modification device. The purpose, as you might assume, is to alter memories and erase this place from anyone's conscious thoughts the unconscious unfortunately we can do nothing about
2: ah it's like a men in black flashy thingy
3: i don't know what you're talking about
2: <laughs> oh yeah yeah
5: remind me i'll i'll, uh, I'll get you the dvd uh <laughs> i walk up to the first person i see i just flash them 2019
1: the face. keith it would be blu-ray thank you <laughs>
5: Uh, I don't know. yeah but australia australia is 10 years behind <laughs>
3: you flash them in the face the man blinks several times and then with eyes glazing over with sleep he wanders out of haven and disappears into the night
5: i call after him and i say yeah it's uh it's a gas giant uh off a balloon caused an explosion in uh jupiter uh yeah <laughs>
3: dr zoom in it is not strictly speaking necessary for you to say anything i've already programmed in the correct understanding and scenario for anyone who might question things
5: yeah uh okay all right that that makes sense uh yeah
3: so what happens
5: if i like flash myself mate
3: (laughs) I would advise against it. Any memory of this place, the Haven, would be erased from your mind. You would find yourself awake in the place you consider most likely to be your residence, with the memory of escaping a rather large fire. Well,
5: I mean, do it. I have it, gotten up to some it. pretty inappropriate stuff here. I guess the <laughs> memories. Nah, nah, the memories are good. I- I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Zoo seriously considered it and, and like say, had the light to his face and then turned it away.
3: <laughs> I would ask if you choose to massacre your own memories that you wait until after you have finished dealing with this crowd.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Zoo goes off to flash people. This is just an awkward... Is there another way we can <laughs> phrase this? <laughs> well, I, I, I feel like I've already done this part. I've already done flashing people in this bar. Um... <laughs> Zuman,
6: before you go from one old doctor to one young doctor, <laughs> these are the memories that you will treasure later in life.
5: Yeah, you're Do right. Do not you're flash right, yourself. Okay, okay. <laughs> and Zoo walks off and flashes literally everyone he can find. <laughs>
6: Uh, Van Helsing also starts flashing people. Oh
0: god! Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> Is this turning into like an Isma moment?
5: <laughs> Where she grabs her knife. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
3: ah! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you find everyone's actually pretty interested in seeing exactly what this is. It's another marvel of technology that these people haven't witnessed. Mm, yeah. So before um, you
1: flash them, they're like, hey, can I see it?
5: And I'm like, everyone look into this light right here. And I put on some sunglasses because no reason. And then I flash <laughs> like half the bar at once. Yeah, it's, so it's consensual
3: flashing. Like there's <laughs> no.
5: <laughs> they're totally into it. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> Isn't that just. Like, stripping?
5: Yeah, at some, at some point, Van Helsing and I cross light beams, and it's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
4: mm, what? Mm, mm, mm. I, Why it's am I crazy. part of this podcast?
6: Because <laughs> <laughs> you love to spend quality time with your family.
3: And Dan. And Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Dan. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> nice. Without exception, everyone that you flash... Blinks sleepily and walks out of the bar without another word. By the time you get to a few people who are secluded...
6: Zuman, I don't know about you, but this is starting to give me confidence issues. (laughs) It's all right, Doc. You should have seen me earlier. (laughs) Oh, I did see you earlier. (laughs) Believe me, everyone saw you earlier.
3: Uh (laughs) Most of the people have cleared out of the bar now. But there are people who have been in out-of-the-way corners in booths who've seen everyone leaving. And when you get to them, uh, are you going to go together or would one of you like to take this?
5: We'll go together. We like smile (laughs) at each other and we're like, shall we do it together? And we both put on (laughs) (laughs) sunglasses.
3: Wait, wait, wait. What are you going to do to us?
5: Uh, you know what? Everything will be explained if you just look at this little why did, light. Why right did everybody here.
3: leave? No, I don't want to look in your light. Why did everybody leave? <laughs> What's going on?
5: Uh, you know, there's a there's some gases that hit the light of Jupiter and uh, a weather balloon, and it's really important that you look at this light.
3: Roll deceive.
5: Like, okay. Can I? I want to help him if that's possible. Sure. Oh, I don't have deceive at all. Uh, I got a negative two. Okay. I am not good at deceiving. So with with Nathan's help, that's a negative one.
3: Uh, You can see panic on the men's faces that are sitting in the booth. Now, hold on right there. What exactly are you doing? What are you doing?
6: Well, you see, there's a light on this tree that won't light on this side. I'll put it up in my sack and go up and bring it back fixed or something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You started out so good, so strong. Uh,
6: There has been a gas leak. And we are using these devices to check to see if you are been affected by the gas leak we can tell by uh, the light that reflects in your eyes so look here please
3: are you are you taking this place away from us
6: no we are ensuring that this place continues to exist by keeping it off of the timeline what can
5: i can i just what? flash him
6: <laughs> what <do> you- <laughs> Um you can in their confusion, roll I something flash that
3: them. you can convince me works to try and flash them. So this seems like athletics maybe.
5: Yes, I'll roll athletics. In their confusion, I quickly shoot out my head and flash them in the face. Okay, that's a plus six.
3: Yep, you succeed. Thank uh, God. <laughs> the last guests of Haven.
5: <laughs> eh good job.
3: get up and walk out.
5: Okay, good.
3: You are left alone. In the bar with the incredibly ordinary man you've named Frank.
5: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Frank, everyone's gone. Now we need to figure out exactly where the spacesuit is, right? Like that's the deal, the time suit. So oh, I'm going to go check f- behind the bar.
3: My dear friend, you don't have to worry at all. I have very specific charges which will seek out any technology that does not belong in 1875 and entirely disintegrate it.
5: So I pull out my Motorola V three thirty six eighty eight flip phone and I look down at it and I and I say, You served me well, old girl, and then I snap it in
3: half. Oh my god. <laughs> you could have just left the building before I set off the charges.
5: <laughs> no, no, I'm good. I'm good, mate. Go for it. I really needed an upgrade. I'm like
1: <laughs> You need to leave anyway, because your comms
5: We'll disintegrate. Isn't my comms a slug or is that my, that's my No, uh, that's the translator. translator. Right, right, right.
3: Uh, so, uh, so not leaving?
5: <laughs> uh, yeah, mate, go for it, go for it.
3: As you wish. Um, he walks out of the building. Oh. <laughs> uh. And then he triggers something in his palm. I guess we should have followed him. And all of a sudden, the entire building bursts into flame.
0: Oh, Ooh. shit! <laughs> oh, that escalated quickly.
3: <laughs> I would like you uh, both to roll athletics for me to see how well you can avoid these flames.
5: Okay, plus four. Mm. Minus one.
0: Oh, wow, are we, are we going to have to roll a new character here? <laughs> <laughs>
5: can I roll physique to pick up Fred Helsing? Uh,
3: no, I it's fine. The, the flames are very bright, but they don't seem to do very much damage.
5: Oh, like Magnesium Flares. Mm.
2: And then they're gone.
3: So Van Helsing, you are going to take two points of physical stress as these flames coruscate over you, um, dealing some minor damage, but mostly zapping your comms. And you start feeling dust just pour out of your ear where your comm was. Zoo, you're going to take one point of damage from the same. And by damage, I mean stress. Uh, now, were either of you wearing uh, clothes that dated from uh, a period <laughs> other than
5: 1875? <laughs> oh Are we God.
4: naked? Ben, Helsing should be fine, right?
3: Van Helsing actually... should be fine.
5: So am yeah. I actually flashing everyone now? <laughs> <Or just Ben laughs> <Hello. Helsing? laughs> I have to
6: this say, not I, the have, first time. I have adopted some uh, more modern underwear than what was available in my own time.
5: Micromodal boxer briefs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Van so, uh, Helsing is going commando, and I am going the full Monty.
3: Any zippers, any polyester, uh, anything like that, also gone. Okay.
1: So, if you're wearing 100% cotton with buttons,
5: you're totally fine. Okay. In that case, my shirt stays on because it was a white button-up. with a cotton. You could be wearing cotton shirt. briefs. Let's for the sake of
4: those briefs have polyester.
5: For the sake of the
4: ratings.
0: <laughs> For the sake of not being de- demonetized. Yeah, or made explicit.
5: Uh, maybe, maybe I'm wearing cotton undies.
3: Fantastic. But my
5: shorts definitely.
3: Your shorts definitely You picked them do.
1: up in a in a flight and, over Egypt one day.
3: And, and all uh, of the snacks you had in me, your pocket. Yep. Go Remind me <laughs> what sort of shoes you had on. <laughs>
5: Yeah, just boots, lace-up boots with, like, metal eyelets and stuff. So probably the boots are also gone.
3: Yeah, your boots are rendered, let's say, non-functional.
5: Yeah, they just, like, fall off my feet in pieces as I step. Why did we decide to do this? <laughs> For fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're just going to walk barefoot out of here with me in a white shirt and undies, and you just go, and Commando.
3: And it's also worth noting the uh, memory modification devices you're holding have also turned into dust. Oh, dang
5: it. Okay, at least Effie has the blueprints.
3: As the fire begins to bank, uh, you see that actual normal flames are starting to sprout up around the room, especially where light fixtures were and other places that held more technology. The bar itself is smoldering about to catch. And Frank looks at you pointedly well i hope you enjoyed that uh sensation (laughs) i suggest now you leave we do need the building to burn
0: this is actually kind of sad
3: the charges are not meant to damage organic matter however you were quite immersed in technology Mm.
4: good thing i wasn't there
3: yeah Dr. Van Helsing, I do have particular interest in you, sir. If you would care to accompany me, I'm sure I could show you wonders which you even now cannot comprehend.
1: Are we about to Are we about to lose you?
6: Hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm a man of science. I would like to see these wonders. So my good Frank, I would love to come with you. <laughs> and, I'll come uh, too. Follow him out the road. All
3: right. Uh, he leads you out into the street. He looks at the gathered crowd who are all viewing the ruins of the bar, pulls out a memory modification device and casually sweeps it around and then walks the opposite direction of Beth out into the night. All right, Char, Effie, Sir Knight, you are escorting Amber back through the street. So if we're, like, going to take you home, you kind of have to tell us, like, what year you're from, you know, kind of what area, what country, what city, or maybe village. I don't really know what things were like, like, in your time, but we really want to just, you know, help you out. We're saviors, really. We're uh, influencers, but also saviors.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Emperor, uh, hey, can I have, like, a quick conversation with you over here, please?
3: Sir Knight, do you know what year it was?
1: Amber, please. This is really urgent.
3: Okay, okay. You hold that thought. I'll be right back. What's up, Char? What's going on?
1: Hey, Amber, Um, don't you think that your word choice was just like, mm, not great? <laughs> mm,
3: I don't know what you mean.
1: I just, I just think that you should be a little bit more careful with the way that we're branding this because mm. we don't want anyone to get the wrong idea about us because we're not trying to do this for any accolades and also you know we we don't want to we just don't want to cross those lines okay this is like a behind the scenes operation
3: oh my gosh char you're like so smart i really appreciate having you on board you are so savvy i absolutely love it so what do we need to call ourselves
1: Uh, hey effie yeah did you ever take, like, a marketing class or anything on branding? I really want to run some <laughs> ideas by you.
4: Uh, no, sorry, but I could teach you to walk on a tightrope.
1: <laughs> mm, Amber, we could be the tightrope walkers. Just an idea, throwing it out there.
3: Ooh, what sort of tightrope, like, is this a metaphorical tightrope, or is this, like, an actual tightrope, or maybe both?
4: It'd
1: be like we're walking the tightrope of time. Mmm. Yeah. You know, we'll workshop it a little bit, but for now, I would probably just tell this Knight that we're just citizens trying to do our best.
3: Now, Sir Knight, we are just citizens, and we are here to help you get back to your normal time. So tell us, are you from like the 1400s or the 1500s? I am from
0: 1953, from the city of New York.
1: Uh, Shar Shar tilts her head.
3: He's from 1593 in the city of York.
1: Uh, mm, Amber, hmm, have you thought about getting hearing aids? Because that's not what he said.
3: <laughs> what he said didn't make sense, and I didn't want to, like- <laughs> <laughs> What he said didn't make sense, I didn't want to, like, embarrass him if he was, like, speaking dyslexic or something.
1: Uh, mm, you know, I don't think he's speaking dyslexic. Hey- Sir Knight, uh, the Lone Knight? Yes! How are you doing? Are you doing okay? <laughs> this
0: feels I like a don't question want Char to go asks home. a lot.
1: You don't want to go home?
0: No.
3: He must have learned about indoor plumbing while he was here.
4: <laughs> do you want to sit down
1: I for a second, I know
3: about toilets! Buddy?
4: Yeah, do you want to sit down for a second? Look, Knight dude, if you don't know where you're from, just tell us. I'm sure Beth can figure it out. There's no hey, reason Effie, to be embarrassed. Could you, like i don't
1: know like make a cupcake or something
4: is that something you could do that is something i can do
3: roll resources because life is a joke and nothing means anything
1: (laughs) um so sir lone knight if you just want to take a quick seat i'd love to talk to you about why you don't want to go home i got it too
3: that's enough for a cupcake but it's not a very (laughs) good
1: cupcake i love how
0: defeated you sound
3: (laughs) Yes, Is it you one have of the ones
4: cupcake? that you put in the, the oven that's just a light bulb? <laughs> an easy bake? <laughs> uh.
3: No, it's just a, it's, it's a grocery store cupcake. It's just boring. Uh-huh, it just sucks. Uh-huh,
4: cupcake.
3: It's, it's not even as interesting as an easy bake cupcake where it's like gross, but has some personality <laughs> and was probably made by a four-year-old. It's mm-hmm. just the boring mass-produced cupcake made by a 17-year-old who would rather be anywhere but where they're at right now.
4: Here you go. Here's the cupcake. Try not to get the frosting on your arm or I'm pretty sure it would make it rusty.
1: (laughs) Char takes the cupcake from Effie and she puts it in front of Sir Knight and is like, I feel like mm, from the moment that I met you, I feel like you've kind of had weird vibes. I'll be honest. And I wasn't really keen on like really getting to be around those vibes or anything. Like, I was fine when you were not there. But now when you're like, I don't want to return by time, I'm kind of really confused because I'll be honest, like, you know, if I didn't have, like, the greater good that I was thinking about, I honestly would really like to return to my time. Are you okay? Here, have a cupcake.
0: I thank thy for this cupcake. It is very colorful. Do thee think that I should return to my time?
1: Well is there something in your time that you don't want to like confront? Like do you have some big issue going on? Are there issues at home? Like
3: Probably like the black plague? <laughs> uh, you
1: know, in 1953, I don't really think that the plague is a thing. Amber. I don't think
3: he's from 1953. I do. That doesn't make that any sense. Even though
0: I have been confused most of this time in trying to figure out if they are all communists or not. This okay, has been he's the greatest from adventure. <laughs> this has been the greatest adventure of my life. You do want it to end. You saw a head
1: blown off. Are you okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I already cried off screen.
1: <laughs> oh no, you know, this is such a moral conundrum. <laughs> you know, buddy, sir, buddy, old knight, sir, I guess I could like talk to-
0: Maybe I should return to my time.
1: So I guess we should probably just hurry to the ship and clean you off. I don't know. I'm just trying to be helpful.
0: I appreciate thy and thou help. I guess we should get back to the ship. This day is getting weirder and weirder.
3: As you uh, walk to the ship, um, Amber pulls you back, Sharn. It's like, you know, we I can like actually just tell him to go back and then he'll be totally okay with it.
1: No, you know what? I think that we should like reserve that for emergencies. And it just seems like he's just having a little bit of a hard time. So I think it might be better if we use our words for just, you know, conversation instead of for influencing right now.
3: I don't really understand what you mean, but... I'm gonna go with it for now.
1: Okay, thanks, Amber. You're uh-huh. the best. Best days no, for life.
3: Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> on the other side of town, Frank leads you to a totally ordinary house on the street and opens the door. You see a slight shimmer as you walk through the door, and all three of you end up in a strange, futuristic room. Full of metal and panels not unlike what you see on Beth. But there's also very nice leather chairs, a few paintings. Uh, one of them, it looks like, is an original Leonardo da Vinci. And a, uh, a tasteful bar in the corner. Yes, welcome to my vessel.
5: Wow, I couldn't even tell it was
6: E. Is this how Beth's system is supposed to work?
3: Mm, so Yes, this is... Smooth. Uh, this is the newest generation of uh, Beth-type timeships. It is top of the line.
1: Greetings, I am Beth. <laughs> <laughs> they got rid of the personality. It was part of the yep, malfunctions. Yep.
3: Now, doctors, we have a full lab just this way. Dr. Van Helsing, especially you, I would like an examination done, um, since you, by all rights, should not exist.
2: I mean, that's a little harsh.
3: It's not a judgment of worth. He doesn't
5: contribute a lot, but...
3: Surely you, Dr. Zuman, have read the book Dracula?
5: Yeah, yeah. You know, I've been meaning to ask about that for the last sort of year or so, but (laughs) it never really came up.
3: Yes, you see, Dr. Van Helsing, uh, you are, in our plane of existence, a fictional character.
6: I have also read this book. I have met the author of this book.
3: And you did not find it unusual or perhaps even autobiographical?
6: Well, so far, my own timeline has not taken me past any events that you would call supernatural. However, it was pretty accurate to the (laughs) point where I left the book and came here.
3: And you had no curiosity about this?
6: no no there is a great curiosity within me uh this is something that i have not had the full time to consider
3: now please follow me and perhaps together we may find some answers
6: i uh, i do but as i go i make sure that my pistols are near the top of my medical bag
3: all right uh you make sure your pistols are near the top of your medical bag they are Uh, He does not seem to notice or care as he leads you deeper into Beth. You emerge in a shining room that is full of all sorts of contraptions, which seem perhaps vaguely medical in nature.
6: Which one of these does the blood transfusions?
3: (laughs) Ah, You see, uh, we have a blood synthesizer here. And it attaches right here, runs through these subcutaneous injectors. So there is even no need for the needle.
6: I could spend... Months, no years in this room. There's much to learn.
3: Yen should you choose to accompany me, Doctor, these are but the beginning of the marvels which you shall be accustomed to.
4: Logan, why do you keep trying to break up Nathan
3: our
5: here? just looked are at you me saying with saying I most can escape evil? the evil plot
0: forever? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: Uh, Do you have any spare pants that I can can wear?
3: Mm, Yes. Beth, please manufacture appropriate pants fitting this man's build and attire and deliver them to the medical bay.
1: They are already delivered.
3: A uh, panel slides out of the wall and on it is a uh, a set of board shorts.
1: I can predict your every need.
6: What? Wow, Suman. This Beth did not even try to hurt you with the pants or anything.
5: (laughs) I put on the board shorts and I like do a
3: little like in the pocket is
1: some Kit Kats.
3: I'm like, Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many pockets. Another uh, panel slides out and there is a replacement for your boots.
5: Oh, I didn't even have to ask. That's wow. Just, a wow. third
3: panel slides out and there's a man thong on it.
5: <laughs> uh, I don't think that one's for me. Uh, <laughs>
6: no, I certainly do not wear any kind of underclothing like that. Three more pop out of the wall. <laughs> My nose starts to grow.
1: You, you uh, Do you sneak them into your pocket for later?
6: Uh Yeah, I um act like I push them on the floor but uh, then I quickly bend down and pick them up <laughs> put them in the middle. Do you band. bend and snap? <laughs> uh, Frank, please, show me, show me what, what it is that you wanted to test. I am curious to know of my mortality.
3: Since we are allies, you may call me Mr. White. It is the name by which I am known.
6: Mr. White?
3: Indeed.
5: Is it Noted. all right if I stick to Frank?
3: You will forget the name Frank next time you leave my presence. The name Mr. White will remain with you. I have no particular preference for a name, so you may continue to call me Frank as long as you can remember it.
5: Thanks, Frank. And I uh, pull out a pen that was in these cargo shorts and I write, Mr. White equals Frank. On
3: my <laughs> head. Uh, I'm no, going him- to be to this. Okay. Yeah, you got it out of the new pants. It's fine. Okay. Uh, please sit upon this chair, Doctor Helsing. I will conduct a brief scan.
6: I sit on the chair in the in the normal way.
3: You sit on the chair. <laughs> Thanks for specifying.
5: <laughs> what is the abnormal way that you would sit on the chair? There's lots of ways you can sit on a chair.
3: Some of them are illegal in most states. Anyway, <laughs> Mr. White pulls down a light. From the ceiling, if you're familiar with going to the dentist and have them shine a strange concave light yeah, in your face. Yeah, dear
1: God, this sounds terrifying.
3: Looks a lot like that. He runs it over you, and you feel a light tingle. Then, on one of the walls, the panels slide back to reveal full screens of information.
5: He's going to probe you.
3: You're both welcome to roll interpreting strange screens.
5: Uh, alright. Um, Shh, man, I cannot roll. going to be lore? Lore will work. Okay, in that case, I have a plus three to lore.
6: I have a plus two after my minus one roll.
3: All right, Uh, Van Helsing, this is vaguely foreign to you. You can see bits and pieces of diagrams that you might have understood at one point, but you can't call the mind.
6: Does it make more sense to me than Char's uh, Facebook page?
3: Yes. (laughs) Dr. Zuman, you recognize some of these diagrams, some of these images from your molecular biology uh, texts that you studied as part of your schooling. And while you can't identify anything strange on the screen, you do notice that there are something that look an awful lot like radiation graphs that have spiked unusually high.
5: All right, you're super hot, Doc.
3: Mm, Almost correct. These are... It's sort of like a sort of radiation, but it is more related to quantum flux. Ah, uh, you're fluxing. Indeed. His molecules, his very atoms, are vibrating in a way that is foreign to our universe. Ooh. Tell me... Beth
5: really went off the rails when she went <laughs> got
3: you. How, how were you acquired?
5: I was, in
6: my study, studying a strange case of a young woman who had a... Curious blood disease, I thought that I had found the answer to what had ailed her, and then a man who looked like, well, a person, who looked like no persons that I had ever known, appeared and took me away in a vessel not too dissimilar from this.
3: Beth, is it possible to travel to alternate universes or parallel dimensions?
1: Calculating, calculating... It is not in my programming.
3: Mm. Your vessel may have untapped perhaps even dangerous potential. This certainly raises the value of your outdated Beth model.
2: Damn right it does. Yeah, that Beth's an overachiever.
0: I
1: apologize for my inadequacies.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I know you have no feelings, Beth, but uh, it is appreciated.
1: I cannot feel gratitude.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I am perhaps a little bit soft on this machine, to be honest with you, doctors.
6: Uh, Yes, we too have become rather fond of our Beth. She is a miraculous machine, but something more.
3: Do you think perhaps I may be introduced to your Beth?
1: It would be nice to have a friend in emotionless times.
2: (laughs) Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess. We've had a couple visitors
5: today, so why not, right? I am not sure that I am in a place to
6: be thinking clearly about such things. I have just been told that I am perhaps not from the same reality, or perhaps... That I am less than the rest of you, somehow?
3: It is unclear to me, Doctor, whether you are plucked from a realm of fantasy, somehow accessed by a malfunctioning Beth, or if you are indeed from an alternate universe where the events of your book took place and they were merely tapped into by the author, using perhaps some version of the collective unconscious. But... Either way, you are a curiosity and a unique specimen worthy of study.
6: I will need some time alone with my journal.
3: You may make use of my vessel. I have adequate quarters for guests.
6: Uh, thank you, Mr. White.
3: I would like each of you to roll notice for me, please.
6: I can't roll. That's zero.
5: I also got a zero.
3: <sighs> yeah. Okay. <laughs>
5: whatever it is we don't know this
3: no you don't you notice mr white tapping surreptitiously on one of the panels but you don't know what he's doing okay. are you going to avail yourself of the quarters dr van helsing
6: yeah i would like to find a place where i can sit down and gather my right. thoughts
3: A trail of light emerges on the floor at your feet and you follow it into a well-appointed study full of books and old wooden furniture with a comfy armchair. Dr. Zuman, would you also care to make use of the facilities while I research this phenomenon?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Where's your laser toilet?
3: (laughs) Ah, Beth will point the way. I go to
2: the laser toilet.
3: You go to the laser toilet. And, end gosh dang it. And we cut scenes. <laughs> we cut scenes fifteen seconds ago. <laughs> hey
2: fam. Sorry to interrupt these jaunts with the timeline with something as boring as ads, but here are a few words from our sponsors. A woman in a flowing white gown perches on a cliff overlooking a sea of white waves. Long strands of her dress sail around her, reaching for the sunset. The sensual breeze steals the colours off the horizon, turning them into crimson, karakara and gold flower petals that swirl around her, caressing her smooth face. She opens her eyes, breaking the fourth wall with her glamorous pout. Sketless, she simpers. Smell the sunset. Be the sunset. A dainty dark red glass bottle floats into view before her, and she takes it in her long, manicured fingers, pulling it close to her cheek. Skelos, she whispers as the letters form from her breath. The screen fades to black.
6: Hello, this is Nathan from the Fantasy Adventure Machine podcast. I sure hope that you have enjoyed this episode of The Fam. If you are enjoying this podcast, please share it with your friends. It would mean the world to us. Bye.
3: (laughs) Hey, uh, are any of you with uh, Doctor Van Helsing or Doctor Zuman? New phone, who this? <laughs>
1: uh, hey, Chaos. Um, no, no, we're I not. I just,
3: I literally just lost contact with them.
1: What? If they, if they took out their comms again, I'm gonna l- lose my mind.
6: I do love the idea that uh, Dr. Zuna and I will like take off our comms and go
5: have and have fun <laughs> times together. Yeah.
1: Chaos, can you pinpoint their last location for me and then text me a map?
3: It was just at the Haven.
4: Weren't they with that boring guy?
3: Yeah, you're having a hard time remembering that they were there with anyone, actually.
5: So, hold on. So, to the rest of the crew, we went to a gay bar and turned off our comms together, is it? That-
1: <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> that
6: is I, that is now what's coming to mind. I'm going on the record and saying that that kind of thing is not unusual. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Effie, do you think that you could go check up on them? I, I can't leave Amber alone with the night because, like, you know, it's our ship and everything.
4: That makes sense. Well, if you're sure that you... Want to be alone with Amber in the night, then I guess I can go and find out where they went.
1: All right, we're on the ship now.
3: <laughs> okay.
4: I'm at the fire.
3: <laughs> oh my gosh, I've never actually seen something like this. It looks like Buck Rogers meets, like, uh, well this I is don't know, an Apple store?
1: Hey, Chaos, so, uh, this diet, he needs to go back to 1953.
3: All right, everybody, uh, strap in. I guess we're going to 1953? And uh, Mr. Knight, come with me. We'll talk while we are in transit.
1: Char sends an email to Chaos and she cc's Beth on it and it just says hey we can't actually go to 1953 because we're really just trying to actually put Amber back in time so we need to actually go to 2018.
3: All right Chaos looks at his gauntlet looks up looks at his gauntlet looks up looks at Amber and is like I'm putting in the coordinates for 1953. <sighs> The ship shutters to a halt and on the panels, which Amber is not currently looking at, you can see the skyline of 2018.
1: Oh my God, Amber, 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 Amber. Let's get out the door. Let's get out the door. Let's get out the door. I just saw something on the screens that was like really, really cool Um, here, but you can't look at them yet what because it's you... going to be a surprise.
3: Okay. I feel like we need to roll one check for this. I feel like it has to be deceive. So here we go.
1: Okay. What do I we have get? a plus five. Okay. Can Chaos help me at all?
3: He's not going to help here, but it's all right. That's okay. <laughs> Sir Knight, are you going to follow the women out of the ship?
0: I am going to hesitate and kind of go reluctantly at this point.
3: Okay. Shar, I assume you are rushing to escort Amber off the ship? Yes. You get outside and instantly Amber turns around and looks at you. Shar, I just realized I left my chrono suit at Haven.
1: Oh, my God. No, Amber, that's terrible. And Char is like taking steps back towards
0: the ship. I've decided I I, I don't want to go back to 1953. Can well, I want to go on adventures good, through time.
3: Mr. Knight, because this isn't 1953,
0: is it, Char? Oh, so I can go on more adventures.
1: Char, like, pulls the knight back to the ship as quick as she can, and she's shouting at Chaos, Lock the door! Lock the door! Lock the door! Behind me! Behind me! Behind me!
3: Come here, Sir Knight. Please roll Will for me.
4: Roll good, Dan. Roll good.
3: Uh,
0: that is a two.
3: Okay.
4: Good is a three, Dan. Good is a three.
3: (laughs) It, It was fair. You are compelled to approach Amber
1: uh Char is holding on to his arm
3: you can have a re- opposed physique roll to see who wins this tug of war Shit.
1: i rolled up two for
0: physique i rolled a four great okay it was great
3: you are um Char, you are dragged Shar pulls Amber. her
1: phone out and tries to taser the knight
3: straight faint roll up and down
0: <laughs> wait has she tried this yet i can't remember oh uh, i rolled
1: a two i rolled a two i taser him i taser him
0: Crap! I'm in metal. <laughs> <laughs> I am
3: encased in metal. Oh, no! Oh, no. Okay.
0: Uh, she
1: she takes her phone out, and as she is like going to taser him, she's like, "I'm so sorry, Sir Knight. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry."
3: We're just going to uh, fill out whatever your smallest consequence is with uh, unconscious.
0: <laughs> that is my severe consequence.
3: Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Describe what happens when you fall unconscious.
0: So I feel the electricity go through me, and it's a bit too much for my wary mind to handle. And it just, it overpowers me, and I fall to the ground, and all of a sudden you hear, and in place of where the night was, there is now a small boy. <gasps> oh, my oh, you gosh. just tased a child. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
1: Uh Shar, okay, so Shar doesn't really notice at first, because she tasers him and then immediately starts to drag him towards the ship as fast as possible. And suddenly, Shar, like, 10 times lighter. And she's like, Oh, my gosh, I'm so strong. I'm so strong. I'm so strong. And she's like, almost to the ship. And she looks down and she's like, what the fuck? <laughs>
3: Oh my gosh! Are you abducting children now? No! No!
1: No! Char continues to try and pull him into the ship, and it's just like I'll figure, I'll figure it out later. I'll figure it out later. Chaos! Chaos! Emergency!
3: The door starts to uh, swing closed, and. Amber just looks disappointed. She's like, you know, you could have just told me that you weren't interested in a collab. I would have appreciated that.
1: I'll text you, okay? I'll text you. It's all good. We'll like collab later. It's fine.
3: And uh, the door swings shut and Amber does not pursue you. So, uh, holy cow, where'd the boy come from?
1: <laughs> Chaos, get us back to 1875 right What'd you right do now? with the night? Right now. Where's the 1875. Night? It's... This is not my fault. This is not my fault. I just tased him, okay?
0: As you're dragging me across the floor, a baseball bat falls from my loose fingers and skitters across the floor, rolling into the corner. Did you Where beat
1: him unconscious a with a baseball bat? bat? No, I did not. I tased him with my phone. That you're you gone for two seconds. You modified this. two seconds. it's really your, your fault, gone for two chaos. It's really your
3: fault. Two seconds <laughs> and you abducted a child.
1: I just want to go home.
3: <laughs> Listen, we're we're gonna go. We're gonna go. We'll deal with the police later. I can't go back to Juvie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Neither can I, Chaos. Neither can I.
3: <laughs> and there is a pop as Beth vanishes and returns to the normally scheduled plot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, Chaos, I just want to go on record that like, one, no, I, this was the night. This was literally the night. And then he, made, he he became a child. And I don't know how he did that. And it's really upsetting and disturbing. And also, why does he have adorable red hair? Um, and second- Don't
3: say pretty things about the child you abducted. I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry, okay? I just admire beautiful hair. Chaos. When I have to look at yours all the time. <laughs> second of all, I do feel really bad because Amber made a really sad face. And I know that I had said that I wanted to do what she wants, but I felt like she was just taking it to this extreme and wasn't being discreet enough. And like, I mean, she was going to post a video of me and Effie online.
3: Okay, let's let's get back to the others and let's get them out of the gay bar. And then we can figure out what to do from there.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
3: Effie. Yes. You arrive at what was Haven. Well, what, it was the Haven. Now it is a bonfire. Outside, there are firefighters in primitive firefighting wagons, um, but they're only dousing the buildings on either side. They are not attempting to put out the fire on the Haven.
4: Because I can't see it.
3: I mean, you're welcome to engage with the scene, but that is what you can see.
4: Okay, can I uh, sense where my compadres have gone?
3: You can roll investigate.
4: Do some tracking like Aragorn. Their hands were bound. Yeah. Their bonds were cut. Investigate. A horse stamped. stamped. Three. Three.
3: Okay. There are so many footprints here. Like a bunch of people have left in the immediate... uh, Past.
4: I thought I might be able to, like, smell them.
3: You, you cannot smell them. Okay. <laughs> but thank you for asking. Um, <laughs> you sense absolutely no traces of technology that would be useful.
4: Can I follow the non-traces of technology?
3: You do see one set of bare feet walking away.
4: Oh, this must Among be zooming. Among all the
3: other tracks.
5: Yeah, they're big too, like size 12 and a half.
4: He likes to go barefoot. Such an Australian trait. <laughs> and I follow the barefoot print direction.
3: All right. Inside Mr. White's Beth, uh, a proximity alarm goes off. Mm, I'm sorry to interrupt your studies, my friends. There appears to be a cyborg assassin approaching us. It may oh, yeah, or may not Effie. be your friend Effie. We'll have Ah. to wait for visual confirmation. There are a number of cyborg assassins who hunt down individuals such as yourselves.
2: Wow, Effie has a family.
3: (laughs) Indeed. Do you believe that Miss Effie would be interested in also coming aboard with us?
5: Mm. Uh, what do you reckon, Doc? I don't see why not.
6: Um, uh... You have not done anything that would make Effie feel uh, vengeful or angry, right? She does have a bit of a, of a personality on her.
3: I, it's strictly speaking not me I'm concerned about. If she's been triggered, she could be here to kill either one of you. Ah,
5: uh, Effie's fine. She only ever really wants to kill chaos. <laughs>
3: Indeed. How did
4: this baseless rumor become started?
3: <laughs> I don't know, but it's now 100% more. Effie, as you approach, a door swings open. Inside, you can see a bath.
4: Oh, good. This isn't ominous. And I go it.
3: All right. Miss Effie Deringer, I presume.
4: Oh, hello, Mr. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to get those two. Why did you go off comms? Chaos is very concerned.
5: Well, you see... Effie, uh, love, I lost my pants, and, uh, also comms. You need Again. to stop
4: making up these stories.
5: No, 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 these no, are it- new pants, with new no. Kit Kats. I really lost my pants.
4: No one is surprised.
6: It is true, Effie, and it had nothing to do with the fact that we were in that gay bar. I mean, it had a little bit to do with that, Doc. I mean, you know. There was this crazy targeted explosion that only destroyed his pants, my (laughs) underwear, and our
0: comms.
4: (laughs) Oh, so your pants and underwear and comms set that building on fire back there, huh?
5: They're big pants. (laughs) Actually,
6: it was the boring man who did it. And he said we would have to help him or all the people in the building would die.
4: Did the people in the building die, Doc?
6: No, we got them to safety.
4: Sounds like it turned out fine then. Say goodbye to your new friend and let's go get you some new comms. I wonder how chaos will make you pay for this incident.
3: (laughs) So, the last Wrinkle is to make sure the Page Act passes as intended, or does not pass at all. (laughs) You are welcome to make use of my ship's quarters for your nightly rest, and tomorrow we may engage upon Mr. Page to repair history.
6: I think that it would be better for me if I could go back to my own quarters and rest for the night, and then, Mr. White, if you would like to help us tomorrow,
5: We would be glad of your help, I hope.
3: As you wish. I will not detain you further.
5: We can meet you at the round robin tomorrow at like, uh, nine. Maybe 9.30. It's pretty late.
3: All right. You decide to make your way back towards your own Beth. Mm, I would be quite interested in accompanying you to your Beth that has been able to procure such interesting individuals.
6: I think that it would be okay if you came on to Beth. However, you will need to leave all of your scary futuristic devices here at your own Beth, just in case we don't know you that well.
3: Dear sir, do you really believe that it would be wise for me to accompany you of unknown alliance... Without any of my own equipment?
2: I mean, we
5: literally came butt naked to your place. Like, (laughs) we didn't have any equipment, and we didn't know what you were like, so I feel like this just returned the favor, mate.
3: Dr. Zuman, I do trust that you will recall you are your own equipment. That's
6: true, that's true. No, that's me. I do believe that the book Dracula is a glowing review of my character.
3: <laughs> <A sensitive> nostrils.
6: <laughs> I would trust Dr. Van Helsing to the ends of the earth.
3: Certainly, sir. Your reliability is beyond reproach. However, the actions of your colleagues throughout time and space have been, shall we say, checkered.
5: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's, he's got a point there. Uh... Look, how, how about you can bring... All right, all right. You can bring one weapon.
3: I find this to be acceptable.
5: Excellent. Good, good. And then I pull a, a, a very, very small, very, very shiny gun off the shelf. And on the side, it has like Cricket back 3. <laughs> and I hand it too. <laughs> this one seems good.
3: Uh, he actually pulls a, uh, a knife with a pearl handle. Um ah out of his jacket and presents it for your inspection.
5: I take it from him and I, I, I look it around and I say, nah, that's a knife. <laughs> and, I <laughs> uh, and I hand it back to him.
3: Indeed. All right. All right. You, uh, you proceed through the dark night of Washington, DC uh, back to where you remember Beth having last appeared. Um, however, when you get there, your beth is not there oh no however looking 20 feet to the left you see (laughs) a statue of richard nixon
5: hey beth is that you in the like super controversial president you Beth don't would have love cons. to answer
3: you, but you don't have comms.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yelling at, at the statue. Like, it's not even. Like, I'm looking at the statue in the eyes, assuming Beth can see me because I'm looking at the statue's eyes. That's, I assume, where her cameras are.
3: As you approach a small crawl space, it uh, swings open in the plaque of the pedestal.
5: How small are we talking? Because I'm like 6'2 and like 285. So, <laughs> it's like, this is not... about two feet square. <laughs>
4: Is 6'2 how tall you are in real life? Yes. I'm just curious.
6: (laughs) Uh, Hang on. Before you you try to fit yourself in that little space, friend Suman, I'm thinking this could be any Beth. How do we know that this is
1: our Beth? Uh, Doritos come flying out of the crawl space.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's that. And also, I was assuming that most Beths are competent, like Frank's. And ours is dressed (laughs) as Nixon. So... I get on all fours and crawl through the box. But now that I'm through, it becomes a full-size door.
3: (laughs) Sure. I like it, so yes. You crawl through, you kick your legs in the air, you have to go army style, and uh, then everyone else gets to walk through. (laughs) As you uh, emerge inside Beth's control room, you see Char on the floor... With the head of a small boy cradled in her lap.
4: That, that made it sound like he was decapitated. Head only? <laughs> Attached to oh, his man. little body.
5: I don't even know how I'm going to react to this. I just... Char,
4: are you sure that a spaceship is a good place for a young child?
1: No! Also,
5: where did um, you get him?
1: I tased him!
5: <laughs> <What>? Char! <laughs>
4: I, We've
1: it was an about accident. This. I didn't mean to. It was—he's just wearing a lot of metal, and when it when when the taser touched the metal, I just, guys, I, I don't Wait. know what to do with the child. You,
5: I'm too yeah, young I mean, that's for evident, this. But like, what what is this? What do you mean, metal? Where's we the We have a bad guy? track
3: record of children in armor. It's really not going well for us so far.
6: Yeah, that's
1: no. Oh, it's been bad
6: mr white this is what you were talking about when you were talking about my colleagues actions throughout time and space
5: being less than the phrase was checkered Uh, checkered
3: (laughs) Mm, yes thanks so much for listening to another episode now if you've got time on saturday aunt susan has her first pole dancing recital and she'd love to see you all there